Hi, and welcome to Making the Time podcast with Shelby Hughes. You are listening to episode 10, Hobbies and Dreams. In this episode, we will talk about why we should make the time for hobbies. I will give you four reasons why we should make the time for them. I will give you some scripture to encourage you in doing the things that you enjoy. We will talk about some famous writers and what their hobbies were. And we will talk about how hobbies relate to the dreams that we hold. So let's get started. As children, we're asked what our hobbies are. And as children, we generally hold quite a few hobbies. When I was a kid, I loved being outdoors, hiking, taking care of our chickens and rabbits. I enjoyed crafts. I would always be making little crafts for my family. And I also loved reading. In fact, reading was probably my most popular, most time-consuming hobby. And I loved it. You see, when I was little, hobbies were a part of who you were. Maybe the more hobbies you had, the more complexity there was to you. But somewhere along the way, we get stuck in this rut of adulthood, of all these responsibilities that we hold between work and parenting and so many social responsibilities. Now, I know that my husband and I, we were in this rut several years ago where I would spend the day with my daughter and my husband would spend his day at work and then he would come home, we would eat dinner, do the whole process of getting the kids to bed, which does take time. And then at that point, all we wanted to do was to fall on the couch and not do anything else. And certainly, I would say that there are probably seasons for that. Certainly learning this parenting thing takes some time. So here are a few reasons why you should make the time for hobbies. First, hobbies make you more efficient. One of the newest hobbies that I've started doing is hand lettering. And I do that when my children are napping. Instead of just maybe relaxing and watching a show or just getting one more thing done in my house because it's a never-ending process. But I make myself stop to take part in a hobby. And it actually makes me more efficient because I am more willing to pour my heart and my soul into being with them and loving on them. And then when they do finally go to bed, it makes me more efficient in preparing these podcasts or writing or whatever it is that I do on the couple of work nights that I have. Second, hobbies help with stress. So one thing that you can do is to sit back, relax, veg out, and watch a TV show. However, there are studies that show that taking that route doesn't actually help you with your stress because your mind just blocks it out and then you don't deal with it. Whereas having a hobby, it reminds you that there is more to you than just your job and just the stress of your job. Having a hobby serves to remind you that you have complexity. I know that for me, I'm a lot less stressed when I've given myself the time to do something that I enjoy rather than sitting back and doing nothing at all. May I just say that when my husband and I went to Iceland, there were several different situations of hobbies that I noticed from people when they would finish with work. One was that we went rock climbing with some people right after they finished work, which was super fun. In the company that we were in, I also saw that during their break hour, they held different things that the coworkers could get involved in. 
And of course, we all know that Icelanders are the most well-read country, probably reading more than the average U.S. citizen. So it was in going that I just noticed how Icelanders seem so much less stressed than the average American. Third, hobbies boost confidence. Like we talked about earlier, even though you may spend so many hours working or so many hours parenting or so many hours being a student, there is so much more to you than one thing. And so hobbies boost confidence. When you finish a hobby, say you read and you finish the book, you feel more accomplished than, say, if you watched a show. Or if you're into quilting and you finally finish that blanket, confidence booster. Or if you're a beekeeper and you finally get honey from the hive, confidence booster. Or if you are a hiker and you hike the Appalachian Trail, let's just go big, confidence booster. I mean, it'd be a confidence booster for me if I just hiked like a half a mile a day. (laughs) So hobbies build confidence. Finally, hobbies lead to new opportunities. One of my husband's main hobbies is playing guitar. Because that's his hobby, he now helps lead worship for the teens at our church. And the hobby that received much of my time as a child, which was reading, has actually led to the opportunities of my writing. Because everything that I have learned has come from reading the works of other writers. And speaking of writers, let me just tell you what some famous writers' hobbies were. Leo Tolstoy was a chess player. Agatha Christie helped her husband with archaeology. J.R.R. Tolkien invented new languages. Beatrix Potter breeded sheep and protected her countryside. Ernest Hemingway was an outdoorsman. Hunting and fishing were his hobbies. Sylvia Plath was a beekeeper. Victor Hugo was an artist. Emily Dickinson was a baker. Mark Twain was an inventor. P.G. Wodehouse was a golfer. And Ayn Rand was a stamp collector. So how can hobbies help us toward our dreams? Well, when I was a child, I did not know what my dreams would be. Those developed over time. But they developed because of my hobby in reading. Whether we realize it or not, hobbies have a direct impact on the dreams that we hold. Whether it's a career path that we want to follow, whether it's a place we want to visit one day, whether it's a lifestyle we want to live, hobbies that we hold, the things that we enjoy that bring enrichment and complexity to our lives have a large impact on our dreams. Before I end this podcast, I want to give you some scripture to encourage you as you make the time for hobbies. And so it comes from Ecclesiastes 2. Verses 22 through 24. And it says, For what hath man of all his labor, and of the vexation of his heart, wherein he hath labored under the sun? For all his days are sorrows, and his travail grief. Yea, his heart taketh not rest in the night. This is also vanity. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw, that it was from the hand of God. Verse 24 in particular is all throughout Ecclesiastes. You can find it in Ecclesiastes 8.15. 
Ecclesiastes 5, 18 through 20, Ecclesiastes 3, 12 through 13. And I will link to those in the podcast description. But basically what Solomon is saying is that this life is hard and it's filled with sorrow. And even in our labor, there's sorrow. He's basically saying in verse 24 that we should eat and drink and try to enjoy the good of our labor. And from what I can tell, hobbies help us enjoy the good of our labor. Hobbies make us more efficient. They help us relax. They boost our confidence. And they lead to new opportunities. I think that's grounds for enjoying good. Let us pray. Dear God, it wouldn't seem like hobbies would relate to dreams in any way, shape, or form. And many times we put hobbies on the back burner because we were adults and that sounds so childish to have a hobby. But you have created us in your image and we are a people of complexity, uniqueness, pouring our souls into our work or our parenting, but knowing that there is so much more to who we are than just one title. God, I pray that you will help us to bring you glory in all that we do. Help us not feel guilty about having hobbies and that we will encourage those around us to do the things that bring them enjoyment. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the next episode, I will talk about my dream of seeing a world that cares about the lives of those around them and how we can all take part in that. So I hope you'll join me next time on Making the Time podcast. We are in the second half of the first season of this podcast. And in the next season, I plan to host some guests on Making the Time podcast. So if you are interested in being a guest, I ask that you would head to shelbylhughes.com where you can contact me via email. If you know of someone who might be interested in this opportunity, please be sure to share this link with them. And as always, thank you for making the time to listen.